Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. It's that time of the week again, ladies and gentlemen. It is Colonize the Ocean, the podcast. I am your most handsome, most obese, most redheaded host, Adam Jewell. And with me is my good friend, Brendan. I don't have a good description for him today. So anyways, Brendan, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic, Adam. We are in uh, week three of quarantine now, I mean, I'm not officially quarantined. I don't think you are either, but... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, um, yeah. So, I mean, we're in week three of all this and whatever. And like we said last week, we're not going to bore you guys with all that because everybody else is probably tired of hearing about it. They want to hear about some other stuff. So, we're going to we're gonna talk about uh, some oceanic type stuff. But first, Brendan, I want to give you something a little uplifting here. You know what I'm having right now as we record this podcast? Uh, I have no idea. It is an Arizona tea. Now, um, I don't know how familiar are you with Arizona teas, but they've been 99 cents yeah. for like the longest time. Like no matter what the world can throw at us, as long as Arizona tea remains 99 cents for one of those giant cans, like things are going to be okay. Like there's not a lot to worry about as long as it always remains 99 cents. But as soon as they ever increase that price, um, I know. I'm going to start questioning a lot of things. First off, it sounds like we're sponsored by Arizona Tea with the way you you said that there. No, so, I'm working I, on that, but no, we're not. I'm not a big fan of Arizona Tea, so. Okay, well, maybe I'm not a big fan of you. Have you ever thought about that? Now, the Lipton Tea, like the Lipton Green Tea, ooh, now, now we're talking. That's some good stuff right there. Well, I don't even know what to do with you anymore. It's all about the 99 cent stuff. But you pay for quality. Well, yeah, but it's still pretty darn good. Right. Anyways, whatever, Brendan. I'm gonna go into my article, and then we can, then mm-hmm. we can, uh, we can discuss this off air and decide if we're gonna keep up this partnership. So earlier in the week, uh, we posted on the Atlanta Sea Colony Facebook page a few different articles, and one of the ones I wanted to talk about is that um, there is a company that is now offering um, expeditions to the deepest spot in the oceans. Which uh, I mean, once you get into this article a little bit, um. It is a uh, undersea diving company, uh, Caledon Oceanic, um, in which they're offering uh, three people right now, is really what it is, um, the opportunity to go to the Challengers Deep, which um, only seven people on Earth have visited that, and one of them being James Cameron. Um and also, it's uh, it's kind of an expensive deal. It's $750,000 to be able to do this. So it's quite the... I mean, if you have that kind of money and you're looking for that kind of thrill, this is, I mean, a pretty cool opportunity. And it's on a first-come, first-serve thing. So um, by the time this article came out and all that, there, I mean, there might have been people that took up on this. But uh, from the sounds of it, you know, each submarine will dive up to 14 hours. So, or it'll take up to 14 hours. The descent, which is over seven miles, takes over four hours. 
Um, and then it says the divers will spend up to four hours on the seafloor where they'll get the chance to explore and potentially film their surroundings. So, yeah, you get to go to Challenger's Deep, the deepest spot in the ocean that we know of. Um, and, you know, you get to sit down there for a while. But, uh, you know, this is kind of one of those things that we've talked about in the past about. I don't think our mission anytime soon is to be able to um, habitate or colonize the deepest part of the ocean. Now, I mean, I know in some sci-fi movies they've talked about it, but uh, um, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on being at the deepest part of the ocean, seven miles down? I mean, I think for the, well, and as you were talking right there, I'll get back to my thoughts there, but uh, I was looking to see, you know, because I know Virgin Galactic and some others have offered uh, trips to space or they put the price out there and it's comparable to that price there. So you're talking about the, it being expensive, but to go to, the deepest part of the alien life here on earth or to go to outer space, it's a comparable price point there too. So really, I mean, when you're looking at that, it's, it's, it's a deal, I guess. Um, but you know, I don't think the average Joe wants to go to the deepest part of the ocean anyway, because there's not much to see down there. You're going down there for either the fact that say, Hey, I'm one of the few that's done it. Like people who, used to climb Everest and be like the uh, few that did right. that. Or you're going there for a scientific aspect to see, you know, Hey, I found new life. Cause every time they go down there, they find some new life every time they go down. So I think those are the two big ones. And, you know, it's a good way to fund these expeditions cause it is super expensive to do. So, you know, it's a, it's a smart business move. If you can get people to pay for this, to go down there and explore this area that we know nothing about almost. Yeah. I still, I don't know. If I had $750,000, I think there'd be other things that I would do, but that's just me. I mean, there's a lot of people that, like you said, do want to be able to say, Hey, I'm one of the very few people that's ever done this. You know, and I mean, that'd be a cool, I guess, bragging, right. But at the same time, like you said, there's not going to be a whole lot to be able to see what you might see might be brand new, which would be really cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things kind of just like us where it's a it's a niche group of people that are going to want to be all about it. And, you know, good for them. But I, there's something about being down that deep that just terrifies me. Like we read that story um, a while back, or maybe we didn't even talk about it in the podcast, but it was like, I think, what was it during the 60s or 70s when they were going down there for one of the first times that the hole started to crack while they were down there like that? No, like I, I could not fathom doing that. And then like, you're, you don't have a really like a rescue line. Like you have to come up only so fast. I mean, there is no immediate rescue for that kind of event to happen. Yeah. It was the Trieste, which was the baddest gap that they used back in the sixties to go down there. They said that when they were going down and anybody that's familiar with the story knows this, but that, but the pressure got to a point, I can't remember, it's one of the bulbs or outer, I can't remember what it was, cracked and it says like almost like a shotgun blast how loud it was and is that right and as at that point you have to make a determination you keep on going or not and if nobody's seen it um you talked about how james cameron he's one of the other people that he put a movie out several years ago um and you can buy it or you know it might be on netflix i don't know um but it's the whole how he did that and down there and just all the just to get there he did a bunch of trial runs at different depths getting to uh the mariana trench um and it's just the the difficulties of that, you know, it, it's really good for anybody interested in that. I would definitely say that's one you have to watch. It's not long. Um, it's a standard length. I think it's 120 minutes or something like that. Two hours at the most. 
but yeah, it's it's really interesting and really good insight into the getting to this, and then what you see when you're down there too. Because I mean, he has all the best equipment uh, as far as cameras and stuff, being a filmmaker to capture what's going on down there, and it's just really eye-opening. And even after all this, he still ran into problems when he got down there. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, like I, said, I, I just that in like for fourteen hours, and granted, you're in a like I think they said like a two-person sub that takes you down there. But 14 hours, that's 14 hours, like, without a proper bathroom. That's 14 hours without, well, I don't know, maybe you can bring a snack. I don't know. But, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I need to be able to move around. Like, you know, when you're on, like, a super long car trip, you can pull over, use the restroom, you can walk your, walk around, stretch your legs a little bit. But 14 hours, like, just sitting nonstop, I don't know. That's well, just not for me. I mean, this is for, for some cool people, but not for me. Yeah, well, it's you know, you know with the, when you get involved in the science community and stuff along those lines, you're you're used to being in clamped, cramped uh, quarters and, and laboring for your love, pretty much. So it is what it is, but yeah, can't do it. But you know what? I I want to hear what happens, or I'd like to hear the stories of the people that do pursue this because I'm fascinated by what could be down there. I just don't want to be the one to go see it myself. So yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say that is, that's the big thing about that is is the more and more we get down there, the more and more we get to explore. Who knows what we're going to find down there? You know, everybody has always talked about you know, you know, as we explore the oceans, what cures for different diseases and stuff we may find out there, and and new life forms and stuff along those lines. And the more and more we're exploring, then the the more we push those boundaries, the more and more we're going to find. So, yeah, that's really cool. So, speaking of you know, kind of like a mysterious aspect or the unknown. Uh, I understand that you have something kind of cool to talk about. It's the coolest. It's not really <laughs> news. Yeah, no, it's not really news. And it's it's something that I've known about for quite a while. And some of you may too as well. And it's just, there was an article that came out a week or so ago about it. And we posted it. And it's just one of those things that um, it's Autech. Um, and it's, if you're familiar with that, it's an acronym for the Atlantic Undersea Test and Evaluation Center. It's located in the Bahamas. And it is close people refer to it as the underwater area 51. And the reason why is because once again, it's U S military, super covert, top secret, nobody knows what's going on. Um, and this article is just talks a little bit more about, you know, about this. It's not a very long article. There's tons of information out there for it that you can look up and find, um, you know, satellite imageries. They've, they actually have cut into the ground, this long canal underwater where they, you know, so submarines can come in and out, um, there's lots of stuff that goes on there that just people don't know, you know, sightings, you know, whether it's UFO or USO for underwater submerged um, objects, a bunch of different weird stuff going on there. And obviously that sort of brings up to people saying, well, you know, it's alien testing beds. It's the government working with the aliens. But no matter what it is, it's it's interesting. It's secretive. And so therefore it gets people's attention. Yeah. And one of our, our side hobbies outside of doing this and, one of the things me and you have always like connected on is that we're both into kind of like the, the paranormal we're into, we're into like alien stuff and reading about it and hearing about it is a lot of it far-fetched probably, but we always love hearing about it and like watching videos and stuff. So it's kind of cool to, to kind of see an article that kind of, I don't know, connects our two worlds with that where, yeah, like you said, there's the possibility of uh USOs, which, um, I'm going to correct what you said. It's unidentified submerged ob- objects. You said underwater submerged oh, yes, objects. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to call you out on it. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, and it actually brings up like about a what was it about a year and a half ago when I was doing my own podcast and I interviewed you. We were joking about you know could there be aliens out there and blah blah blah. And, you know, there's always been those people that see, have seen um, crafts or whatever like dive into the waters and not to be seen again or emerge from waters and fly off. So yeah, I, and I haven't heard about this one. So this was. Really? Um, up until we yeah up until we posted it like this wasn't something that i'd really ever oh. heard of so i mean it was kind of which is cool because what's that i said i could have swore we had talked about this in the past but that's cool yeah, well. well we have a lot of conversations it's very possible that we did <laughs> but yeah i i uh i like hearing about this kind of stuff to be able to i don't know add some mystery to what could be out there but in the same breath when we're talking about the, like the realistic side of it um you know, there is a operation that's doing some of the stuff that we're probably trying to work on, where they're probably experimenting on different types of structures and submersible equipment and just, you know, and it's, yeah, probably all military. So it's got to be secret. It's got to be, you know, they don't want other people knowing about it while they're testing it. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of mystery surrounding it, but there might be some practical applications of what they're trying to do and probably practical reasons on why it's being kept a secret. Yeah. Like I say, I'll, I'll put the link in there. And if I, I'll find some other articles too, just because it is it's an interesting thing. There was a YouTube video I saw years ago on it. I'll try to find that and add to the show notes as well. Because, you know, if you're interested in this kind, it's really cool, a uh, really cool area and a really cool thing. You know, what we should do this week now that we're talking about it, is that, uh, oh, what was it? There was something, and I, I don't want to get carried off on the paranormal and all that stuff, but it did bring up that thought that there was. There's some videos you can find on YouTube that um, there's some people that are convinced that there's like an underwater military base, like off the coast of California. And if you look at like satellite oh, yeah, pictures, yeah. it goes you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's actually a tunnel that goes from like a lake in Nevada to California. Yeah. It's really cool. Allegedly. But yeah, anyway, so I'll try to find that YouTube clip as well and throw it in there, even though it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Once again, it, it's cool. Or maybe we'll just throw it on the Facebook Either way, we'll we'll get it out to you. Um, other than that, I mean, it's kind of a short episode week. I mean, it's uh, it's actually been kind of uh, a bit of a stretch to try to find. You know, one of my jobs is trying to find news articles for the Facebook page and all that. And this whole coronavirus thing. I mean, yes, we have to take it seriously. I'm not trying to um, minimize that aspect, but it's been kind of hard to find news articles related to the oceanic technology and stuff like that with all this. So, um, you know, we've, we've, uh, got our, uh, work cut out for us, but, uh, as always, we want you guys, uh, during this time to stay vigilant and, uh, wash your hands and do what you got to do to stay healthy and, you know, whatever you got to do. Other than that, um, Brendan, I'm going to read off the social medias quick and we can start off with telling people, you can go to our websites, which is www.colonizetheocean.com, or you can go to www.atlantaseacolony.com, or you can find Atlanta Sea Colony basically on every single social media platform. I'm talking about Facebook. I'm talking about Instagram. I'm talking about Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on the TikTok. We're on the Reddit. We're on YouTube. We're on LBRY. And guess what, guys? And one thing I keep forgetting to mention on our credits is patreon we have a patreon set up so go to patreon.com slash atlanta sea colony and if you're able to help please help because that's only going to help us further our development of the atlanta sea colony project 
make this dream become a reality. Brennan, you got anything else? No, as as, a so, as far as the social media stuff goes, it's always expanding. We're all now on Minds as well, which is like a, a alternative to Facebook. So it's constantly growing. Uh, it's almost too much as we continue to grow to keep up with all the links on the the website, which we will have a new website here hopefully this week. So for Atlanta Sea Colony, um, so be checking that out too. All right, guys, until further notice, we will see you again next week, and we'll have some other stories for you. And as always, colonize the ocean. Is that our tagline? Should we make that a tagline? Just, hey, colonize the ocean. Let's colonize the ocean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So until next time, let's colonize the ocean. Mm -hmm.